0: i had an interesting conversation with a small business owner in nairobi this happened uh in nairobi cbd i had gone to his shop to have my phone fixed it fell down and the glass protector on top of the screen also cracked and since i'm broke at this particular time i figured you know what i might as well just go and replace the protector as i look for funds to replace the screen And if that doesn't work, then maybe it's time to start looking for or saving up for a new phone. But that is a story for another day. The focus of this particular episode is going to be on the unique opportunities that are presenting themselves during this global pandemic thing. And I know it's not a popular opinion because most people, most conversations that are happening right now are mostly in the negative People are complaining about their kids being at home. They're complaining about um, this gender-based violence that is happening at the moment. There has been some crazy rise in gender-based violence. And I just want to give a, a shout out to companies and organizations that are coming out to sort of support the people who've been affected by this whole situation. Anyway... So I go to this guy. Let me just get back to this story that I was telling you. I go to this guy and... No, I had gone to a guy who usually sells me phones and even repairs them. But I ended up in a situation where this guy was not in the CBD yet. Uh, It was a bit early. Not that early, but a bit early. So I kind of understood why he was not in town already. So what I did is I went to Facebook... And uh, I started just scrolling. I, I typed in phone repair or phone protector repair in Nairobi. And I just called the first number that came at the top of the search results. And this guy gave me directions to his stall. It's a shop. And the reason no why I'm calling it a stall and a shop at the same time, I'm going to get to it. Just just be patient. So what happened is he gives me directions. He texted me directions and told me, come to the seventh floor of this particular building in the CBD and I'm gonna sort you out. So I go and I get there and we, were, we became a bit chatty because it's early morning, there's no one else in the office. We might as well just chop it up and see if there's any common ground that we have. So I asked him how long he's been doing this. He was like, um, two, three years. And the way he got into it was kind of weird because what was happening initially before he started this was he had graduated, he had his papers, he has his degree. I don't know if it's a degree or a diploma. He just said papers. And he didn't have any job to do. So what happened is he started just hanging out with a couple of friends who told him of this business concept that most youth are using right now. So, what happens is one person hires um, a shop and sort of sublets to other people who do similar things. And sometimes it's not necessarily similar things because in this particular shop, I saw someone was selling honey. And then this was much later because when we were still hanging out, I still had other things to do. So, when we were still hanging out, as I waited for this other person that I was supposed to meet to show up his colleagues or his partners started coming in. And one was a lady who came in with bottles of honey. And what she was doing was sort of branding them and putting them in the shelves. So one, shelves, one shelf had computers or sort of repairs. And then another one had honey. Honey as in the, is it, a, is it medicine how, how How do you describe honey? This product from bees and then there's another guy and this is the guy that caught my attention he came in the first time and he had a a package it was written jumia and then a few minutes later he left again and came back with another one and then when he was there he kept making these phone calls to whoever it is and he kept asking them if they have myfi so MyFi's are modems basically it helps you have portable Wi-Fi wherever you're going. So I asked him, um, what is it that you're doing? Because as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I've seen you order a Wi-Fi. I've seen you order a tripod. I've seen you order basically things in the tech space, but not things that are necessarily related. And he was like, oh, yeah, I have an online store on Jumia. So what happens is, I just walk around the CBD or the town center, and I reach out to people who have physical stores. And what happens is I ask them if I can help market and sell their products. When they say yes, I take photos of these products and upload on my Jumia store. First of all, I didn't even know that was a legal thing to do. But he said uh, the first thing you need to do is to make sure that you have legal papers Because Jumia does not necessarily just sign you up because you downloaded their app. But it's the way he approached it that sort of gave me a challenge. And it opened my eyes to this new world that I had not necessarily seen before. So the way he was explaining it is when he gets um, a product. First of all, before he even starts looking for a product, what he does is he researches and sees... uh, tries and find out what um, products are popular on these different platforms. And the moment he has that he takes photos of them and uploads them on his online store on Jumia. But the other thing he also does he also does is he goes to different Facebook groups and posts this particular products. So whenever he has an order, he just goes to the person who whose product he took a photo of and gets this product to the client and makes his markup and the reason why i mentioned about uh, i mentioned that this episode was going to be about opportunities that are presenting themselves at this moment is i'm going to focus on e-commerce because i'm just looking and most of us are looking and seeing how this whole space is unfolding i remember a couple of months ago we did an um a conference called e commerce and high enablers. Basically, what we were doing is we were looking at the players in the e commerce space, what they do, and what um, other companies or institutions or just elements and support platforms that plug into the e commerce space. But from an event organizer's perspective, we didn't get enough signups, we didn't get enough people to show up. But the ones who came were really interested in what we were talking about. And at that time, nothing was happening. Nothing was crazy at that particular time. And I also remember having a conversation with one of the older um, attendees or delegates who came to the event. And what they were saying is that they came to understand because there's a conversation around e-commerce and online spaces and digital spaces. That they do not necessarily comprehend, and the reason why they came to this conference is for them to just understand what people are doing. So, one of them told me he was an investor, and I think he had been approached by a couple of startups who are looking to get into the e-commerce space. And for him, and the reason for him to coming to this particular event was specifically to come and see if it's a viable space. So, looking at this kind of situation where a delegate comes and talks about not being sure if e-commerce is gonna be here to stay. And then fast forward a few months later, this global pandemic thing is happening and I have seen older people easily navigate through these e-commerce apps and make purchase on these particular apps, the same apps that they were not even giving a second glance. And I remember there's a startup in Kenya called SkyGarden you can go and check them out. It's sky 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 dot garden. So what they do is basically what Amazon or Jumia does. They help small businesses take their business online. And I remember someone was asking me, "So what is this?" You know, like not so many people knew about this particular startup, and. There was even some sort of hesitation when it came to having the CEO speak at this particular conference that I'm talking about. And now that we are in this situation, and now that we are in this situation, I've even seen articles that are now praising the e-commerce. I remember the other company that came on board is Africa Soconi. Them, they focus mostly on African products. So Curios and jojoba oil, and those kind of things. And I saw a post by one of their top management level officers. And what she was saying was that at this time, most people expect that e commerce platforms are making a kill out of this whole thing. But there is a lot that is happening behind the scenes because now most companies are not necessarily designed. And I talked about this in episode, I think, 24. Most companies are not necessarily designed to handle the kind of demand that they're experiencing right now. Yes, companies are always looking to onboard more merchants. Now, in this case, I'm referring to e-commerce platforms. They're always looking to onboard more merchants. And then they're also always looking to get more people using their platform, mostly because... It doesn't make sense for you to have an e-commerce platform that does not necessarily attract people who are going to transact on the platform. But there's always some sort of cloud at the back of everyone's mind. And people plan. They're like, okay, in the next two months, we're going to onboard 100 new merchants or 200 merchants. And then we're going to get maybe 5,000 people who are coming on the platform to buy products. No one expects to get thousands of merchants in a very short time or hundreds of thousands of customers now visiting their platform because now this is where uh, all the business is going. I remember also looking, out seeing, not looking, I saw an article that was talking about the founder of Zoom. If you've done a meeting, whether it's a family meeting or a business meeting during this period, Chances are you have used Zoom. And this article was basically a highlight of the Zoom CEO. And he was talking about his mother being the only thing or person that is keeping him sane because there has been some crazy demand. There has been a crazy demand on their service. And to be honest, he was saying, to be honest, uh, that is something they never necessarily planned for. And I think later on, their stock's uh, value went down when Facebook announced um, a a capability on their platform that can allow up to 50 people. And someone just forwarded me an article talking about the same feature being rolled out on WhatsApp. As we all know, WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook are all under one umbrella. And this takes me back to a conversation i had some time back with a friend of mine and they were telling me look yes facebook was among the first social media platforms to hit big but they did not necessarily think that facebook was going to be there for any longer what am i is that even proper english what they were saying was facebook is big they have the numbers and all that but they do not necessarily it's not a platform where People flock all the time. Even though data is saying differently, more people are going on Facebook. It's only that people sort of understand what where to take what kind of um, conversation. And Facebook is never really a platform for people who consider themselves intellectual. It's more, and these are not my words, it's more of a gossip platform, so groups, uh, that sort of have gossip content tend to do better and not just to throw shade but uh, there's also there are quite a number of amazing groups that are also doing good on facebook i'm a member of one group in particular mostly because i'm a creator and it's the Ecom live facebook group so what happens is they sort of found a way to bring together people who create content Using their platform. If you don't know what Ecom is, it's basically a software that allows you to live stream. And this is not—I have to say this—is this not um, a sponsored um, arrangement with Ecom. I'm just talking about what is happening on Facebook. So in this conversation, the one thing that I said was that Facebook has the numbers, Facebook has the muscle, and if they wanted to destroy any company, they actually can do it there was that conversation between facebook and snapchat and then there was that conversation with whatsapp whatsapp managed to to cash in and facebook bought them out i think it was for 18 billion dollars i think so yeah and then they tried buying snapchat snapchat did not come through and what they did is they literally killed snapchat by introducing instagram stories and now they've done the same thing to zoom i don't know how big or how serious they're they're interested in this space. Because sometimes companies pivot just because they see something is happening. But at the end of the day, if it's not something that they're really interested in, as my mom used to tell me a while back, and by the way, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I know it's one day too late, but still, uh, I still need to wish you a happy Mother's Day. If you're listening to this and you're a mom, Happy Mother's Day. So what my mom used to say was, if something is yours, it's yours. If it's your original idea, regardless of how many people copy it, if God put this idea in you, then it's you who's gonna bring it to life. And I've always held that at heart. Someone told me to talk about the one lesson that I learned from my mom. And I guess it's sort of found its way in this conversation. So going back to the topic of the day, and I'm If if you've sort of forgotten... I know I've taken quite a number of diversions in this whole situation or this whole episode. If you've forgotten what our episode is all about, it's about the opportunities that are presenting themselves during this global pandemic thing. I just want to challenge the youth out there. And I know there's a lot of conversation about unemployment. And I'm just saying... Please take this episode as a challenge to you. use it as a a sort of pivot. (laughs) Try and find uh, something that is viable, something that you can do, something that you're passionate about. If you remember the story of the gentleman I was talking about earlier, his passion is more into tech tech, uh, gadgets. So that's why he's selling... Tripods he's selling, cameras he's selling, ring lights he's selling, all these things that have to do with tech. You just need to find a niche that works for you and make sure that you run with it because there's always going to be a demand. This guy told me by the time I was leaving, and that was around 11 a.m., he had made around 10,000 Kenya shillings. Imagine how much he's going to make, how much more he, he did make he was going to make. I'm not sure how much, if he ever made any more money but if he made ten thousand shilling by 11 a.m that is an amount that can help you grow even if you're looking to start your own platform anyway uh i don't want to drag on this episode much further than it should it's just that uh, i take it i just want you to take this episode as a challenge and i'd be very interested to see what you're gonna come up with if you're gonna take this direction please do and if you want to engage in a sort of brainstorm feel free to reach out the if you're listening this if you're listening to this on podcast platforms there is a provision for you to respond to this episode as a message on um, the other thing that i need to tell you is if you're listening to this please feel free to go to the review section and give us a few stars and be honest don't just give us a lot of stars if you don't believe in what we are doing But if you do, feel free to leave a comment in the review section so that more people get to know what we're all about. And if you're listening to this on YouTube and Facebook and these other platforms, feel free to comment in the comment section and leave your thoughts. And if you think these are a viable thing that can be done, please go for it. Anyway, my name is Sebastian, in case you're new here. Hi. I just want to officially—I just want to officially welcome you to the Gomzo Africa podcast. Around here, we talk about what is happening in the business and tech spaces. I'll see you again tomorrow with another episode. Peace out.